Okay, we're live. Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to the show tonight. I have an amazing person on here. Uh, she is, I'm getting pretty close to her and, and learning, uh, we're learning about each other. Um, and she's a good friend, as well as someone that I highly respect. And she has been through the COVID-19 with all of us. And she's learned, uh, does a daily walk with working, a job, or not, has a career, has children, has a husband, and has a lot of craziness, I'm sure, like we all do. And she's learned how to not only cope and manage, but uh, and she's thriving in in a lot of in this situation where a lot of people are really struggling. Not that she doesn't struggle. So I want you guys to welcome her. Her name is Christine. Uh, Christine, welcome. I'm so glad you're here tonight. So thank you, by the way, for taking time. Thank so, you anyway, so much. Hello, everyone. So everybody saying hi and. And uh, it's muted now, so we're the only. I was going to put questions on, but I said, no, it's your first show. Well, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so people call in and ask you questions. Um, I know you're married, you've got two children, and uh, what are the ages of your children? I have a nine year old, both girls, a nine year old who thinks she's 21, and a four year old <laughs> who probably thinks she's about 18. <laughs> that makes for an interesting life and I know you're married too and you've got a husband at home and and you're at home and uh you had to tell I'm going to ask you this question what has been the most challenging situation for you or this what do you you've had to manage and to to conquer and to grow with and to thrive what is you know when you first got well I'm gonna have to homeschool my kids I'm going to have to uh work from home I'm gonna be with my husband full-time uh, you know, and not work outside of the house. How did you manage that? How did you, well, what did you first think when you heard that? So that's an interesting question. Uh, very layered, but I would say that the first week, which I think was like m- mid-March, we all didn't know what was going to be six months into, right? And so you kind of think, oh, this is going to be a week. It's like vacation or whatever. And you get to spend time with your your kids and they get thrown into uh, virtual learning, which the teachers had two days to prepare for, as well as the parents had to prepare for two days and didn't know what that looked like. And I think through the first probably couple weeks, you realize like, okay, this seems like it's going to go on. You kind of have to just take it in little chunks and go, well, today I just want to be able to do whatever, you know, school or, you know, homework or for me work um, as well. I would say my company was really good at making sure that we were okay. Right. Didn't push anyone to go out. And I think I kind of just, you have bumps in the road because you had uh, three months or so of, of new virtual school. And then summer hits where my kids usually go to camp and they love that while they were home. Um, we did send them to a camp, which we thought was a good idea until someone in there tested positive. So then they were home for the rest of the time. And I just kind of tell people, I just take one day to one week at a time. I'm like this week, we have to accomplish this, but today we're going to accomplish this. And I just always kind of say to myself, it's kind of a bad thing to say now, but I always say to myself, did anyone die in my house? 
is everything okay? Like the world isn't going to end. And I just go, okay, like you just get through whatever that day is because, as we all know, COVID can change daily. So you can't really be committed to too much far ahead. Like nobody knows if anyone's spending the holidays with their family this year. Nobody knows at that time where are they going to go on summer vacation. We just don't know. And so you just deal with today and a week out. And then I just, it's about as far as I'm going to go because anything can change. Okay, so you're saying day by day, you just look at it day by day, and then you say, okay, I'm going to look at it the next day and see what I can do this week and do what you do daily. And um, and I know you're very structured, you're very disciplined, and uh, your kids, um, was it challenging for them? Did they misbehave? Were they perfect little angels? They look like, like angels. Everybody that's listening now later, she's got a couple, they're beautiful kids, and uh, uh, they look like little angels. But tell us what that's about when you first started homeschooling. You know, how you, um, you did. I, I or virtual learning, I think it's a better way. Yeah. It's a, it, it, at first, again, we all didn't know, kids and parents or people in general, didn't know what this was going to be. And I think the first couple weeks of school were really hard because the school didn't have a system. They had two days, which was Saturday, Sunday, to figure out a system for the fourth largest school district in the United States, which was a disaster, by the way. But you know what? They did their work, and they did, and I got a system down so that my daughter, who is challenging when it comes to school, a sort of a system. I put alarms on my phone five minutes before her Zoom meetings, and she got to pick her ringtones, and she knew when that ringtone was. That third one was that was math, or that was English, or that was science. And she knew she had to be sitting down. I'm saying it's perfect, but to get her to sit down to be prepared um, for that. And I think the hardest thing is not being able to be with their friends. Um, my dear friend, who was my neighbor um, and has become family over the past, our kids have been friends since they were babies, um, just kind of made a pact in saying, at you know, whatever's going on, we're going to let our kids, which are five girls together, two of mine, three of hers, be together because they're best friends and we all didn't go anywhere really and we knew that they needed each other. And so through that, things it's made it a little bit easier that they can look forward to seeing each other, you know, two days a week or or whenever they come over. And like I said, we've been friends now for a very long time. So we just kind of make that work. So again, I think if you have that family or that friend that you can see during this time that you are, have mutual respect of where you go and make sure that you're protecting yourself for you and for your friend or other family, I think that helps through this and then talking to your friends. I mean, I talk to my clients. I just pick up the phone. I don't do Zoom. I don't want to do that. I just call and be like, hey, what's going on? I was thinking about you today. And then it's like, they're like, oh, my God, you're a different person. Thank you so much. I don't need to talk to so-and-so about work. I'm just, you're someone new. And people are missing that connection face-to-face and touch and feel and hug someone. So I think that is hard for the kids, too, um, as well, that they're not able to do that with their their bigger group of friends 
That's that's a that's cool the way you said that because I think you know uh, I was talking to somebody who's actually listening to your show tonight. Um, she she said not being able to give somebody a hug right because we're so used to hugging our friends and that's been a challenge for her. You know I have a friend of mine he's mm-hmm. a guy he goes don't use my name he goes but he goes how how can I how can I still hug my friends I go well I don't know um, so you just gave an answer there you guys made a decision that you you were going to socialize together uh, you know because you've been to, you guys have mm-hmm. been friends for very long times in, in time and neighbors as well and mm-hmm. so that's that's something you did and you you I mean well we couldn't go out and shop or we couldn't do anything we could do things online um, but do you feel like your kids were they cool with that like not being able to you know and I don't I know they didn't understand it but how did you explain it to them you know not being able to socialize um. Yeah, I mean, I think you just, you you kind of talk in a very basic terms of kind of what's going on. And, right. um, you know, I've, um, I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe, but, I, you know, when you have kids, you don't really like them touching things or putting things in their mouth. So it kind of resorted a little bit back, I think, to like when they were, you know, younger to not do all of that stuff. Um, it, you know, in general, I don't, uh, my my kids and my my friends' kids they hug and 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 you know hang around each other and you know do all that stuff together that we don't I don't that doesn't there's no restrictions there you know they're girls they play they giggle they swim together that you know they do whatever and so I think that has helped in that situation um, my my oldest does talk to her friends um, via WhatsApp, and she's unfortunately really good at that. Um, and she knows how to put herself, and Terry, I don't think you know that, she puts herself and her three other friends on there, and they chit-chat about, I don't even know. I mean, I, I am close wow. enough to hear that they're talking but don't know everything they're talking about. Um, but yeah, they talk to each other so they can see each other. And so that's the way we've, you know, been able to, you know, if you get your schoolwork done, you're able to talk to so-and-so. If you, you know, pay attention through your Zoom classes, you're able to do, there's a carrot at the end of the spectrum, I guess you would say. Um, you know, for that, I would say, you know, going back to, you know, making sure you have that one person you can connect with because then you don't feel alone. And the one thing I could say is the world is not alone. We're all in this together. I don't know how many people live in the world, but we're all together. And, you know, uh, it's just something that we kind of, we kind of done. And she's a single mom with three girls. And at the end of the day, you know, she needs help COVID or not COVID. So we determined that many years when she became a, a single mom, she's actually a widower. So she's family to us. Um, and that's just, that's just the way it is. I don't know how to describe that. And I'm thankful that we're able that's to do that. I like um, that. Yeah, that you... it's funny. yeah, we weren't able, I think that's what you, you people need, whether it's family or that friend or, you know, we don't have, um, we have some immediate family here, um, my husband's grandmother, but she's 87 and diabetic, so that's really hard that you we can't see her like normal. So, um, but yeah, I would say find that family or friend that you can 
bounce the crazies off, as I say, with each other. I like that. And I, I also know that, um, you know, and I'm asking a lot of questions about kids because people, you know, when I found questions that people wanted to know, a lot of them were about children. So mm-hmm. you, you're, you're actually in the classroom with your daughter now, daughters, because you've got a four-year-old, four-year-old who is in, I guess, mm-hmm. PK or, and you know, yeah. your, your, your oldest is, is uh, in grade school. So um, as you're in school with them, okay, and you can see them in the classroom, do you get a better sense of who they are? I did, has that happened? Do you get a better sense of do they act up or do they are they good or you know how does that work uh, for for you guys? Um, I definitely think my youngest who is in preschool. Um, I, I don't know how people are doing Zoom through that. My that dog, my youngest is actually going physically to school. I know the teacher. She was my daughter's teacher in the same grade, and she was wow. already neurotic as it is for, like, cleanliness and stuff, and she has kids and grandkids, and um, I knew that she would take care of my daughter. She is that amazing woman, and everyone who knows her just, you know, loves her and um, so I felt, we felt very, it wasn't even a question at all. She actually called me and said, Hey, I'm your, um, you know, your daughter's teacher. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. And so, you know, my youngest is really good in the classroom and she loves being in school and comes every day and tells me all the fun stuff that she does. And I think that has definitely worked out to separate the two because now my oldest in elementary school is able to have her time without her sister playing with her toys or touching her stuff or that, that sibling rivalry that happens. Um, I don't sit like specifically in the classroom. There are times I kind of, I'm like outside the door cause she doesn't, she's like, mommy, people can see you. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> but she's also gets on and plays games. So I've had to do some finagling with the uh, electronics, but um <laughs> I wear that hat too. And uh, so I, I I think, and I, as I told my, my oldest daughter's teacher today, I said, she's a visual person. I understand that because so am I. And so when I, if we're teaching her, if you want to say homework or, or after class that they have now is I teach her visually um, how to do something because that's how she learns. She's very artistic Three knows that I sent her some drawings and stuff, but she's very artistic and um, you know sings and dance and I call her. She's very animated. So she, if you want to have her sit for eight or six six eight hours, like that's not gonna work out. So, um, but when she has her breaks, I let her go play in her dollhouse by herself. She wants to be like so she has her time to be creative and I hear her talking and so I think the personally for our family, the separation has been really good for them at this time because they were getting on each other's nerves a lot. So I think that's a comment right there. To be they were yeah, I got gotcha. you. So thank you for sharing that because I remember, I don't know, my mom used to threaten to go to school with me if I didn't behave. Right. So, uh, do you remember this time back when we were kids? <laughs> you know, um, man, I was like, if if COVID had been with my mother and my dad, forget it. 
you know, driving, driving me crazy, I'm sure. Uh, but I admire what you're doing. And so you're saying something that I want to make sure people understand that are listening now or later, that you, your daughter, your oldest, has her downtime where she's playing in, with her dollhouse and taking, having her own fun, making her own mm-hmm. world up, you know, make believe. What a great age, nine. You know, they, you got two perfect age kids, I yeah. think, to really enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. So you really are teaching that to them. Uh, you I know your husband both are. And one of the things that uh, how do you, I want to ask you, how do you do that for yourself? Do you take time for yourself? Because I know you say that with two kids and a husband and uh, the only thing you're missing mm-hmm. is a dog. We're saying that quietly because you're not ready to get a dog. Although you don't, don't, don't say that yet, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyway, I get you. Uh, so how, how do you do that for yourself or do you do that for yourself? And does uh, your sweetheart do it for himself too as well? Um, yeah, I think we, we kind of all do. I think, again, when you start, when we started this thing back in May, there's this kind of isolation or, or, um, social distancing, you, we didn't know what was going on. I think you kind of have to make that like during this year before COVID, I said to myself, I want to read five books. I don't want to be forced to read a book. I want to read a book on my own. And so, you know, my own choice. And so I started reading books during that time. Um, The beginning obviously is very hard. I think now I take time um, to take a shower. It's like I have a newborn again. Like, remember to take a shower and have (laughs) smelly soap that smells good and, you know, or shave your legs. Um, It sounds kind of crazy, but that happened this weekend. Everyone and their mother came in the bathroom like, can I just take a shower? Um, Or sometimes, you know, the simplest drive to Target drive up, which is the best, by the way, I found that out in COVID, is (laughs) driving there for me is probably 20 minutes there and 20 minutes back. I listen to a podcast, whether it's an inspirational one, I love Dateline, crime junkie, something, uh, you know, something that I want to do. So to me, those little things where no one's interrupting me, um, I like to do tonight. I put on my, if you could see me, you would think that what, you know, coral thing hit me, but I have a coral shirt on that says, I love you coffee and some crazy coral pants. And I'm like, wow, it's so nice. And I have a moisturizer on my face and it's those little things that you take for granted I think to do that or watch a show I've been binging on Netflix and uh, watching all kinds of stuff that I want to be able to watch without interruption so I think it depends on the person for me I need my I need my me time I agree with you on that yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. And one of the things I think that this has taught us is that on the, uh, you know, with the pandemic and being at home is that we move at a, a New York second. Uh, that's what we do. Yeah. We don't stop. We don't enjoy. So uh, you're saying to you about yourself that you stopped and enjoy, you know, where before you'd like, oh, I got to get this done, this done, this done, and travel here, travel there. And I know that you're doing that a little bit now more for your work, but you did. You learned to really work on the phone and on and online more so than traveling, right? 
Yeah, Is that I true? think I think during yeah, I think during COVID, whether you're a child at whatever age that is, obviously babies are you know in their own boat. But I think people, my company, my who I work for, their big thing was adapt and change, and I think that's what we we have to do, and you have to take it in little increments of adapting and changing. You know, you look back and you say, oh, your kids grow up super fast, and I think. Not every day, but a lot of times I think, man, people give anything to have this much time with their kids all the time. You know, that, that 18 years, 18 summers, as they say, is like that goes by fast. But now we, I, you, you have to think, stop, and, like, do the simplest thing with your kids because if you weren't in COVID, it would be, you know, running the rat race. But now there's those little things that, you know, I take – I try to give each daughter a bath by themselves and then me just talking to them because they're contained. They can't go anywhere. Um, and they have their toys and we talk about the day and it's just me and them and that's it. And the other one is with my husband or playing on their own or whatever. But I think people are always rushing to the next thing. It's sometimes you just have to stop and just what they say, smell the roses or whatever. Like think how lucky <laughs> yeah. we are. Like, what's, what's the silver lining in this? So you get to spend more time, you know, with your with your loved ones. And if you are single uh, in general and, you know, that's not always a bad thing. You know, maybe you need time to understand yourself more. I mean, I wish I had yeah. that for sure. But, you know, you have to kind of look at the, the what's the silver lining to this? Is someone telling us to slow down as a society. I do think that. Um, I think sometimes we need to be smacked a little bit harder than we want to to kind of realize that. Of just I agree. being. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. I said I really agree with you on that one. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The universe, the God of mm-hmm. our understanding, says, "Okay, time for a swift kick. You need to slow down and enjoy your family." And uh, yeah. so, you know, and I know mm-hmm. you appreciate that. Um, yeah, I I want to ask you a question. I know Frank, uh, your your sweetheart has his time that he does. So you guys have time apart, and obviously time together because you're raising two kids and you're you guys yep. are married. Um, so. You know, I got this question, and by the way, I just got a text from somebody. She goes, thank you for sharing that about kids. I was like, okay, well, oh. and the alarms. <laughs> and then the alarms, that's cool. Because, uh, yeah, by the way, for those who are listening now or later, Christine is very, very, very structured. And uh, I appreciate that about her, uh, and she has a system for everything. Uh, and that's what she's good at, organization and uh, design. She has a background in design, too. So I know you designed your friend's room, uh, her children's child's room, and uh, it's beautiful. Yep. And, and uh, she's got a lot of talent there. So it makes me want to live in it. I was like, wow, that's a cool room. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of colors, a lot of organization. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, I, I was telling Tari today, it's like this. I think there's a show that's called Design on a Dime. Like, I don't, when when people think that sometimes, I think they think, oh, they're going to go buy all the new stuff. I'm actually the opposite. I'd rather use something and just give it a new purpose. I may not know the purpose now, but it could be maybe not used for whatever we were doing, but could be used for 
something else. I mean, there are, there are things, um, she's talking about my, my old neighbor is she had a vision and I use, you know, when I'm trained in and I've always done it my whole life. I was telling Terry the other, the other day is I said, if you were to talk to my childhood friends, which I, I am still friends with, we used to move, I used to move their room around all the time. I would, they'd be like, come over. Can you move my room around? Cause I want to do something different. And I'd be like, okay, call my mom. Mom, can I, you drop me off at Sozo's house? And I, so it's, I think it's one of those things, Therese, helping me kind of get back to um, back to uh, my first love, I guess, would be. Um, it's always there, and it was put on hold having little ones, and now, you know, we're kind of circling back around, you know, to that, I think. But, you know, I think my husband and I, we try to do, I don't know what date light looks like really anymore, but... Tree has I'm gonna I'm gonna be cheeky about this has made us do date night on Fridays and um, <laughs> but we watch a movie and uh, I want to watch a funny movie usually um, that's another way I like to relax like uh, Melissa McCarthy I was just watching and I've seen it probably a hundred times Melissa McCarthy and Justin Bateman and I think it's called Identity Fast I'm like hysterical <laughs> I love that she's movie. so crazy and but it's funny and so. Sometimes you just need to, like, remember to laugh. And so I like something funny. We don't really ever watch anything sappy together, um, like, I guess recently, but, like, or a, a mystery or something funny. So we try to do that. Or um, the other day we were doing yard work. Not very exciting, but for me it was because we had – we just moved into a new house. And so like the weeds and stuff were getting on our nerves and like, we just kind of like, he did one thing and I did the other. And I mean, we still have work to do, but we had like a plan and like that little thing to me was like fun in its weird way, but um, that we were actually able to do it. And the kids were not needing our <clears throat> soul attention. So that's good. I want to make a little bit of uh, a little in, interject something here. You guys, Christine, I, you know, I work with her and her, her, her sweet, her husband, sweetheart. And uh, so, you know, coaching and both of them are amazing um, and funny. Okay. And they, they are together there. They have had some amazing situations, but uh, I, I want her, I feel like that she would make a great coach because she's a designer. So she can help someone design their outside as well as helping them work on their inside, um, you know, our, their heart, their soul, right? We always want to be the best version of ourselves that we possibly can. And this, this mm-hmm. it's a journey. It's never a destination, but a journey. Uh, and I know that you and your, I'm calling you and your husband, you and your spouse, you and your guy, you and your sweetheart, they got a couple of bikes and they went bike riding with the, the two little ones and those two. So they're really big into family. And I know that you guys, uh, have challenges because it's not all perfect. You you know where you rub each other the wrong way, right? We all do that. Uh, but you're yep. it. Yeah, you're pick, figuring it out. And uh, let me ask you a question. And I think you're answering it already. But uh, spirituality, you're tapping into your mm-hmm. intuition, and and you're discovering things about yourself. Um, I think that uh, you and your daughters are, and your your uh, your husband is, and. You guys, as a family, are becoming more intuitive because you work on yourself and you spend downtime with yourself. Is that important to develop your intuition, to develop your downtime, as well as being with your family and your friends? Talk to us about your spirituality and intuition. 
How does that work for you? Because um, it's growing. Yeah, so I think, you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter, but I think there's this feeling for me, and Terry, I don't know if I ever told you this, like I've always had it funny because I just moved it, a book to grab something to put my lamp on, and it was actually, and I'll tell you, it's called um, Message from the Angels. It's not tarot cards. It's just like, you know, you shuffle them up, and you just pick wherever, and that's like the message for the day. But I've always had something like that. I do have tarot cards. I do, like, that kind of stuff. Um, I am a Pisces. Um, I do tap into that. But I think when I was younger, I definitely tapped into that in the way you do at whatever age it was, but then lost myself when you have kids. But then Therese kind of helped me kind of come back to that same, you know, idea. Quotes are really big for me, and they always show up at strange times and uh, for me. And I think, how, how does the universe know that I needed that or that clarity or uh my my father has passed now eight years, and um, he was never a spiritual person, but somehow I keep getting a blue jay that shows up. Um, I told Tariya, I said, that's my dad. And my mom thinks I'm, you know, doesn't understand. She's like, your dad never liked blue jays. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but every time I'm having a bad day, some crazy bluebird or blue jay shows up and it's like really, really obnoxious and makes a lot of noise until I see it. And then I say, I see you. And then I fly away. And it's almost like for me, my, 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 that him saying to me, it's okay. Today's going to be okay. This moment's going to be okay. But he was never that kind of person, but it always shows up in weird ways a lot of times. I like so, that. And the other day, your you're daughter was. Yeah, well, thank you. But your daughter and your daughter walked out the other day, and you heard a blue jay really loud. And what did she say? This is. I, I don't know if it's okay to ask, but, but I wanted to ask. This yeah. Because it's yeah. cute. Yeah. So yeah, she, what did she say? Uh, she, um, I think we were probably going to school, and we're like rushing to like get in the car, and you know that's always a challenge with the backpacks and, and the lunchbox. So at least I only have one right now, but to do that with, but. This uh, bird was super obnoxious and so loud, and my oldest was like, hi, Grandpa, and she's like, there he is, I see him, and I was like, hey, Dad, and it flew away. So my kids know about it. My daughter has, um, Tari, you haven't seen the first one that she did, but um, she loves, she knows that, and she loves to draw or make something randomly of, like, blue jays and, like, give it to me. So she did a really pretty one for Mother's Day one year. I think it was about on near Earth Day or something, and it was on newspaper and all kinds of stuff, and it was, you know, blue jay. So I think, I think I've always known there's something there. I think you've got to tap into it, uh, and you have to listen to that, uh, um, yeah, I, intuition. I think I think Oprah talks a lot about it in general, but I think you lose yourself at some point, and eventually you come back to that. Yep, me, I agree. Least. I agree with you. Well, we're running out of time here, so um, this is the first of many shows that Christine's going to do, and uh, <laughs> and so we're put, we're putting everything together. As I said, uh, she's an amazing designer. She's also an amazing intuition. 
And I know she has a gift for coaching. Uh, I've been working with her and her husband, and her husband will have him on because uh, he he and Christine work. You guys got to hear them; they're funny. Uh, I love them. I love them both. Uh, such good people, and uh, and true, they they a true married a true married couple for uh, twenty years together. It, it, it's definitely a it's a funny ride sometimes. <laughs> There you go. It is. And you guys are, you guys are sweet, sweet, sweet people. All right. So you guys, we're going to end the show and Christine, thank you so very much. And uh, uh, we're going to do more with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying goodbye. You want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye guys. Have a great night. Have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.